Three and a half hours of your life. I know you've wasted more than that. Oh, lots. <laughs> yeah. I'm 33 years old. Of course I've wasted more yeah, than that. I thought you were 34. But you two were 34. No, I'm about to be 33. No. We just turned 30. Well, I, I always think you guys are 34, yeah. not 32. That's because you want us to be closer to your old ass age. Yeah. You're the oldest. Sorry. Yeah. I'll be it's going to stay that way. I'll be 30 this year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. You're so on there. letting us all feel old. Um, <laughs> when we hit certain topics, I'm going to be like, well, when you guys were kids, you guys don't know. Like, and when you weren't born. <laughs> yeah. Back in my day, I had sticks and rocks to play with, and that was it. <laughs> had my kick to finger gun. Bang, bang. Rubber band. Uh, so this is the first episode of Before We Get Started podcast. Um, now that we've all associated Chris as being the oldest one here. You're welcome. And Dylan being the youngest, <laughs> yeah. uh, still in diapers. Chris, that's your your job to change him. I am also in diapers. Uh, <laughs> I'm so old. On the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm David. I'm your host. Uh, we're four friends that, uh, well, Chris doesn't really call me a friend. I'm just kind of that guy that acquaintance. Yeah, acquaintance. Um, that we have a lot of conversations at work, and we feel that the world needs to hear them because we have a lot of fun opinions, and uh, we think we're pretty funny. So we wanted Some to. Some of us. Yeah, we wanted to put a, a podcast together and just have another reason to hang out and uh, talk about cool shit. So, again, my name's David. Here with me is... Wade. Chris. Dylan. All right. So, you were just talking about Berserk, right? Yes, Berserk, the manga. You shall read it yeah. immediately. Or, if you don't want to go out and buy the, the manga, you can go out and read or you can go out and watch Netflix, the movies on there, which I have watched the first one. It is very good. Yeah, so. There's two more. I know. I a know. lot of story after that. And you can go to readberserk.com. Uh, read uh, perfectly com. legal. Um, no, it's not, but read it anyway. Everybody pirates <laughs> everything. Anyways. It's always. Well, I mean, there's no fun if you don't have pirates involved, right? Pirates do make everything better. <laughs> I've, I've been told. I mean, there, there is the uh, the theory that people who pirate things are actually more likely to purchase and spend money on said franchise. Yes, I agree with this. Just like the whole, all right, I'm going to say the naughty word, Zack Snyder. Just like Zack Snyder, everybody says his movies suck, but guess what? His fans spend money multiple times on his stuff, on his films, on any kind of merchandise, is where a lot of the more quote-unquote popular stuff People go see the movie, and then that's all they ever do with it. Right. So I think people that pirate stuff, if they love it, they're going to spend more money on it. Yeah, I want to see it so bad that I will pirate it and watch a vid cam rip from the Philippines with subtitles just to see the movie before it releases in America. And then guess what? When it releases in America, they will go see it multiple times. When it comes out on Blu-ray or 4K, they will buy it. They will stream it. I'm not 100% agreeing with your logic here. It's true. I mean, I, mean I, I don't see why if I've pirated a movie and I have it for free that I'm going to go and now pay for it at the movie theaters. Now, well, how many times did you watch that Spider-Man trailer and talk about it and talked about it? That was the trailer. It? Right. I'm not going to pirate the movie. But you could download it and still just watch it. You still want to see the full release. Yeah, yes. but if I've downloaded and watched the full release, then I'm not going to go to the movie theaters and watch it. On a big screen. Yeah, you are a huge Venom fan, so you pirated the new Venom movie. Would never. 
And then, but let's say you do because okay. you. If I got to see this. I've heard right. amazing things. I got to watch it. So you watch it. All right. Next week, it's out in theaters. I loved it. I got to go see this on the big screen. You tell me you would not go to the theater and see this. Not if I already have the movie. But it's also yeah, the entire like, like the entirely all of the all of the media, all of the clothing, uh, everything that comes with like the franchise itself. So like, yeah, I pirated a lot of Naruto, but you know, I also bought the books. I bought you know shirts and hoodies and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, if you're just going off box office money and like what the theater is bringing in, then I don't think that's where I think your logic is falling because. I'm not going to... I don't go to movies like to see it again and again and again and again. I'm not going to go see Venom multiple times. But a lot of real fans do, and they're a real fan of something. A lot of them... Not that you're not a real fan, but a lot of fandoms, they are really into it. Like, he's talking about a lot of these manga and anime, which I have not watched. These people are really into this stuff. Uh, some of these older shows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that show's been off the air for 20 years, and it still has a strong fandom in... The nerd community is, if you'd want to put it that way. So a lot of those people will do things like that. You, in a lot of ways with your media, you're a casual fan in the sense that you will see a movie once or twice, and that's really good enough for you. You don't have to watch So if you're not time. doing something illegal at some it point have towards to your illegal. fandom. No, it doesn't I don't have to think illegal. it should be illegal. I think it would be perfectly fine. I think it's a good uh, marketing tool. I mean, they're kind of already like doing that. that with putting movies straight to the streaming services, yeah. right? I think that was yeah, no actually way. a move to combat uh, illegal streaming and stuff. I think it was also sped up and helped by, can I say COVID on this? Is it going to get blocked now? <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. it was and we're banned. All right. <laughs> there, FCA is at the door. door. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It was facilitated by, by COVID. I mean, that really, I don't think they would have, like the way Warner Brothers has thrown everything for 2021 is going to be in theaters, was going to be on HBO Max. You I don't know, think you would have saw that without COVID. You know what's a good thing? I wish we could ask an AMC stockholder if they <laughs> would want people to pirate or maybe go see the movie. But where would and you find such a person? I don't know. Dylan? Oh, let's uh, look over there. I'm an AMC stockholder. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Surprise, uh, surprise. Actually, it made uh, a couple of grand off of uh, AMC. Uh, but I, I'm still a pro pirate. Uh, I think... Uh, the box office and the movie goers are going to see it no matter what. Uh, and you're still going to have those uh, enthusiastic fans that can't wait. Or, uh, you know, like. I don't completely agree with pro pirating. I don't know if that's the way I would go about it. But like he said, when Batman v Superman came out, a week before it came out, I saw a rip of the ending of the movie by some blurry video cam. It was terrible. You could barely make out what was happening. Guess what? I had the opportunity to watch it. I watched it because I'm that big of a fan. And then I saw it five times in the theater. So I don't know if pro-pirating is the way I would go, uh, but maybe some way to make it legal to watch like the first 20 minutes of the movie or something, like the intro before any big plot developments or story details mm -hmm. unfold. Watch it. That way fans, oh, they get a taste of it. It's coming out next week. That'll hold me over. Don't they already do that though? Like during the Super Bowl, they'll like, oh, here's a clip from Those this are upcoming movie. Or I'm talking 15 not all minutes of a, of a film. You would think that uh, Disney Plus and stuff would jump on like a like a premium Disney Plus service where you already got your uh, your movie streamed to you. You didn't have to pay extra when they came out. Like not that $30 fee to watch Black right. Widow. If you paid $30 a month, you could just automatically get everything that they came out with straight to. 
a streaming service. So you never have to, if everything goes back to normal, you never have to go back to the theater. You never can always to. watch it at home. But then contracts would have to be completely changed for all because I mean that's well, oh, what's going on with Scarlett Johansson. Disney already yeah, calls yeah. their pre-release movies uh, Disney Plus membership or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah that's so what I like call it Disney Plus Premium or something. Like, yeah, but then what do you do with the theaters? They're already hurting, so you just kill the whole theater business by doing this. And I don't know about YouTube. But I don't I know think Dylan and I have talked. We like the theater experience. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever theater. die. I think it'll lessen, but it won't die. I think people will still want to see the biggest MCU movie in the theater. Not Shang Chi. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, that's a good segue. But when Spider Man comes <laughs> out, everyone's wanting to see Spider Man in the theater. I mean, you yeah. can't if you're a fan at all. That's where you want to see it. Now, would I watch it at home first? I might. But I would definitely want to see that film in the theater. Are we starting the thread of movies nobody asked for? Shang-Chi, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> People wanted to see it. Did they, though? Did uh, they? No. Oh, yeah. no, they no. Not. 90% <laughs> of the population had never heard of Shang-Chi. Yes, yeah. now I will maybe Nobody Black cared Panther. about that character. I did not hear about Shang-Chi. When they said Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, I was like, who is this guy? And then I instantly thought, I don't care enough to actually look Most at it. Most people didn't even know that the Ten Rings was the, well, the group with it. that yeah. kidnapped Tony Stark. I mean, yeah. I was fine with leaving it in Who that Who were they? Movie. That could have nothing to do with comic books. Yeah. So it would have been all the better for it. Yeah, yeah I thought it was like, oh, they're just terrorists in, in the, uh, the Middle Doctor East. Strange movies. Right. I, I, don't, I don't remember seeing Shang-Chi. Which one was he? I forget it was even coming out, like, already. I thought it was still months away. Like, oh, it's released. It's great. I'm just like, really? Is it's it? It's released. Let's go ahead and read <laughs> a couple reviews. Look, of... the film may be good. I'm not denying I'll, if I if I ever watch it, which is a oh. big if, oh, that no. I would enjoy I'll it. it. Just it can gray, be, a, it can be objectively Gray good. K said, what a unique style of storytelling sure that stands out from any of Marvel's <laughs> other standalone titles. I personally grew up watching kung fu and Asian fighting movies, so this movie just felt so nostalgic at times. The fighting was deli- was delicate in ways unlike really. other Marvel movies. You can't even type. We're going to trust this review. <laughs> Where humor was mixed into fights and at times reminiscence of classics like House of Flying Dra- Daggers. So I really like House of Flying Daggers. It's really yeah. I highly yeah, doubt this classic, is reminiscent of any old kung fu film. No. I highly doubt it. And I, I like I that kung fu film. They, maybe kung yeah. pao entered the fist. Hey, hey, hey! My name I will is not, Betty. <laughs> I will not handle any disparaging of that film. It's a classic. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Well, it's <laughs> Taco Bell product placement with Taco Bell. I'm trying to find. Yeah, it. That would be a good sponsorship. Oh, I need some Here's a bad right one. Yeah. I'm not going to read all of it, but it's get, D. Blake gave it one star. This movie had so much potential to be good, but it just didn't work. Aquafina's parts were cringe most times, and they made her way too important for whatever reason. Isn't that a water brand? Dasani instead of Aquafina. That was the problem. It's Coke instead of Pepsi. Yeah. It made no sense why they had such a bitter hate towards the father because he made him train in his teen years, which was revealed later that Shang-Chi chose his path since he was young. Hey, when spoilers, his man. Kept, <laughs> when his father... Um, okay, I'll stop. Yeah, spoilers here. <laughs> Just being 
The whole ten rings of ancient magic and amazing godlike powers turned out just to be okay. Then we'll stop. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, let's not jump into spoilers there, but yeah. we got to get spoiler warnings real quick. Yeah, uh, anytime you, these mics are turned on and you're listening to us, there is a potential for spoilers. We are not very, uh, very good at just not blurting things out. So be be warned. And we're going to go ahead and just put out a massive disclaimer that we are not doctors. We are not lawyers. Yeah. So do I've not. seen enough films. I'm pretty close. <laughs> do, you, you've probably seen the doctor a lot in your old age for your hips going out, <laughs> your mind leaving you. You're deaf. I'm surprised that you can hear me right now. Huh? I told him he only yeah, had 30 years left. Yeah, he only got you only I, I did want to touch left. on something you read on that first <laughs> review when it says it stands out from all of Marvel's films. Look, let's be honest. Even the ones I love, the quote-unquote unique films nothing really stands out in the mcu they're all pretty vanilla they're pretty basic and there's nothing wrong with that i love the mcu i love 99.9 percent of the mcu films but when these people go overboard and all this hyperbole about oh it's so unique i've never seen anything like it you've seen tons of things like it like black panther black panther Captain yeah. Marvel, even Winter Soldier, it's not like yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's changing. Yes, so what Thor is Ragnarok, wrong with not Black crazy. Panther? Let's break this down because I, I feel like at this table, we are the only ones that say Black Panther is a bad movie. I didn't say it's a bad movie. It's a I don't bad think movie, it's just not the best. It is, yeah, I, it's not bad. It's, it's just another Marvel It's movie. another so Marvel it's like movie. Mid. It's mid in the ranking. I yeah. really liked Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. I thought he was pretty, pretty badass. Uh... Soundtrack's pretty cool. Uh, I don't think it's Grammy worthy, uh, but the movie itself was pretty formulaic, straight to the point. Uh, it's not unique. Overblown. Definitely did not deserve any Academy Award nomination. Yeah, I got all the awards and nothing else did. But it's why. I mean, I would even put it in mid tier status. For me, it's at the bottom of the MCU, and that doesn't mean it's bad because almost everything I watch in MCU, I can enjoy it. But, I mean, come on, you have Winter Soldier, you have the Avengers films, uh, the first Iron Man. These are far and above the quality of Black Panther. Some of the CGI in that film is very dodgy. The end fight is underwhelming. Uh, Black Panther, the main character, is not even the most interesting character, which I guess you could throw that. was the most interesting yes. character. And they killed him. And Claw. They, they pulled Claw was very good, too. And they killed the best part. Yeah. Well, well yeah. And you could level that criticism, as far as I'm concerned, at the Christopher Nolan Batman films. To me, Christian Bale is very bland and underwhelming. The villains are the ones that make those films. So I'm not just going to say, oh, it's a Black Panther problem. But Black Panther is just, it's overblown. That was a great word. That's exactly what it is. I was saying the other day, I think the uh, the casting of the villain is the most important part of almost any uh, superhero movie. I'd agree. Because everybody's going to love the hero anyway. I mean, that's what you're going to see it for is the right. hero. If you fall in love with the villain. Mm-hmm. Well, that can make or break it if you have a bad villain that isn't True. making like, you feel like he's actually going to win. then Even though you know deep down he's not going to win. Right. Not including Thanos. He did win one. Yeah, but, but not including that. But Avengers yes. Infinity War was a <coughs> Thanos movie. And it was like, a two-parter. So people got to understand yes. is that Avengers Endgame is an Avengers movie. Infinity War is literally all about Thanos. Like if you, it's just his journey of how to get to the uh, uh, the get the, the snap. Yeah. yeah, how yeah. he acquired the stones, how he got to the snap. 
which yeah, I don't I, disagree with that. That's why I think it's the best Avengers won. film. I yeah. think it's the best MCU film aside from The Winter Soldier. Aside yeah. from Thor Ragnarok, is that what you said? Nope. Uh, <laughs> oh, on we have our, let's see if I have a sound <laughs> that can go along with this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Thor Ragnarok. Overrated. Definitely, overrated? Definitely not overrated. overrated. Because I've seen a lot of people okay. lately loving that film. All right. It's got the best cinematography of any MCU film. So I feel like Chris Ooh. is the most... Uh, Stubborn, opinionated person at this table, and I, that how dare you ever say. that the you are wrong. <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for proving my point, sir. Um, so let's just go ahead. Your number one Marvel movie. Oh, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Uh, your cut. number, your very bottom of oh, the list, bottom of the barrel, probably for the Dark World. Okay, and you're right in the middle. Yeah, um, right in the middle. Maybe. Because there's 32, right? Jesus. There aren't that many. Like, I can't that something. many. I can't even bring that many uh, it's gonna be oh, yeah, posters thinking, yeah. to my to my yeah. brain right now. <laughs> it's like, there's no way. There's 20-something. 20 uh, 26. Maybe I'm middle, just, maybe I'm I would have to go right with, now. I'll give you three. Ant-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, Civil War. Yeah, but you're number one right there in the middle. I don't know. It had to be a, number I, one, but I can't pull up the rankings right here on the spot while I'm recording. Well, well, I'm just trying to say, in that I range. put Civil War up, though, not down. See, a lot of people love Civil War. I just... Objectively, I, love it, I but think I Civil it. War is a great movie. Well, that's where uh, I'm trying to find where... My Sorry. personal opinion on Civil War is very, very incredibly low. Uh, they ruined the whole Civil War storyline. Uh, it could have been a whole series of movies if they wanted to. Yeah. I think they could have yeah. done that I was a, a big, lot of could have. Yeah. I was yeah. a big fan of the, the, the storyline of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was amazing. I think Civil War and Winter Soldier both could have been two-parters. Yeah. Really fleshed out those stories more. You could have just, just had Winter Soldier and Civil War combine into one. I don't like know. in the second movie, it go lead in more into Civil War. I would mind the lead in, but I, I mean would that's definitely what brought it into anyway. Like there was no no cure, I'm saying like no it's, cure it's, that's when yeah. Iron Man goes into. Well, everybody knows yeah. everybody is. It's they, like they really essentially just stole the name of Civil War and put it on their own plot. But you couldn't. That's, that's really all adapt they did. it exactly because everyone knows who all the superheroes are. Besides Spider-Man, you know who Captain America is. You know who Iron Man is. These are not secret identities like in the comics. So they had to change it up a little bit, but I do know what you're saying. I just think that movie is overrated a bit. It's a very good film, very entertaining. Um, It's a bit overrated. So that's why I would say it may be closer to the middle. It may be in my top ten. Top ten is about halfway. We've got 23 films, I think. I think. So, um, yeah. Thor Dark World is pretty bad. It's again, I don't think any of them are bad, but when you compare it to It could have been a lot better. It's just forgettable. It is very, uh, fr- very Iron forgettable. Man 2 is very forgettable. Uh yeah, uh so is uh Iron Man 3 wasn't even that great, but yeah, Whiplash uh yeah. work was a, a terrible. I think Black Panther is forgettable. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is forgettable. 23 uh, liked, movies. 23 films. I liked Ant-Man yeah. the first one, uh, yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp uh wasn't yeah. awful. I was very excited for that film, though. So for me, it was a big letdown. I really like Evangeline Lilly, though. So yes, that, watch beats. Lost. <laughs> it's a couple uh, points just for uh, having a hot chick. A very very nice one. Very nice. Um, no, I I I really don't like uh, what they're doing with the the quantum realm. Like that's the going to be the catch all. Yeah, it does seem to be. Hey, if we have a problem, we have this quantum realm. I think something <laughs> has to come along to destroy it. Maybe it'll happen in Doctor Strange. Uh, two, uh, I definitely think we're going to see some more stuff with Wanda. Something's got to happen to make it where that's it's too powerful of a fix for everything. 
unless you get rid of the people that know how to deal with it. You get rid of Ant-Man, you get rid of Doctor Strange, Wanda. Then I guess you don't really have access to that world probably after that. So that could do it. But, uh, yeah, it does Wanda seem to be like just it's going to be And she may if she gets her own film, a series, or if I'm she not, is in Doctor Strange too. I'm not super familiar with the Ant-Man uh, world. Is there not like a uh, a counterpart, like a villain that can also do the same thing that he does? That could I exist. do not know. That could exist. Well, I mean, they had uh, and, like, the, the first guy. Uh, yellow jacket. Yellow jacket. Yeah, yellow jacket. That was a big one. I mean, but the thing is that in the comics, Hank Pym was Ant Man for a long time. He wasn't a very nice guy. Yeah. And then yeah. Scott Lang like came in for a little bit, and I think there was like Hank Pym's son. I think maybe. I don't like know the don't the know. mantle of Ant Man has kind of jumped around, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think really they leaned on Scott Lang too much. I think. Like Marvel, like Disney Marvel, has you know, like, oh, well, let's go with Scott Lang. They skipped Hank Pym. Yeah. Well, Hank Pym, like I said, he has some problems to adapting because you really have to ignore a lot of the stuff he did in the comics. I mean, he beat his wife. Maybe in the that's comics, why they avoided. And there was some other stuff. So I think that's why they made him elderly. They didn't delve into his personal past too much, other than that he was married, he loved his wife. So they kind of cut all that stuff out. As where I think if he'd been in the forefront, they're like all the fans would be like, "Oh, you're just not going to deal with this stuff. You made this character the star of the film." Yeah, so I think that's why he took a backseat to Scott Lang. That also brings up a, a point where MCU has kind of written himself into a corner by relying on Tony Stark so hard because even they took hey, they took Ultron away from Pym and made it a Stark thing, yeah. uh, which is something they do with a lot of their movies and characters is they rely on the Stark. I agree. Now, having said that, yeah, I understand. Even Stark made all the suits. I understand why they do that, though. I mean, after that first film, he's immensely popular. As a studio, as a film studio, it would be stupid not to ride that horse. I mean, you got to, until it dies. I mean, you Hold on your to. cash cow. I mean, yeah, you, Stark, you Stark is dead. Uh, he is now. So, yes. They're just going to ride out the characters the rest of the way and not introduce anything else? Or, Unless they use the break in reality to bring in a different version of Tony Stark. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to lean on Reed Richards. I think they're going to introduce new characters, and they're going to find out who's popular. So who do you you think will take the the mantle? Uh, Is it going to be Brie Larson? uh, They even got Renner Rogers. I had heard rumors that Brie Larson was who they were going to go to. I I think they're not that dumb. They can say what they want publicly, but they know that she is not well-loved, the character or the actress. I don't see him doing that. I mean, her character is a lot more uh, rough than Tony Stark. Definitely not like uh, super leader material. Yeah, and I'm not going to hate on Captain Marvel because of the feminism thing. Or I thought the movie was power. pretty cool. It, it's to me better than Black Panther. Yeah. Unpopular, I know. I mean, I went into it uh, expecting to hate it, and it was actually pretty bad. I, I enjoyed it. I don't like the new haircut. Uh, I think it looks dumb. Uh, it looks way too quaffed up. It's like yeah. I don't think her hair is doing that. It's like super. It's, it's like seventy eight. Like Andrew Garfield, it's too tall. <laughs> what is your hate for Andrew Garfield's hair? The best hair. Spider-Man My ever. My question is, with that, where does it go when he puts it just the gets mask smashed on? down? It's a very tight mask. Okay. But does it? It would poof up in the mask. He has a hairnet like Scrubs, yeah. like JD. <laughs> See, <laughs> all the answers, people. Just pull it down. <laughs> it's a hairnet. What were we talking about? You we're talking, we're talking about, about the Marvel movies? Yeah. Well, I want to well, know where. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok, like, is it in your lower tier 
That's why I asked it's probably mid tier. Mid tier. Because I would definitely say Black Panther, Iron Man two and three, Thor two, um, Ant Man and the Wasp, Black Panther, and Captain Marvel. I'd probably like less. And Spider Man Far From Home. Actually, that might be my least favorite MCU film. I do not like that film. I was bored to tears in that film. Far from home. Far from home. Really. Homecoming is way better than it. It's not great, people. Raimi Spider-Man is still the best. I'm not a super big fan of the Holland Spider-Man. Uh, I, I don't like that they pretty much stole the whole uh, reins of, Spider, uh, of Spider-Man himself and gave it to Tony Stark. Uh, again, I have a problem with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Tony's much too influenced on Yeah, but on you Spider-Man. can't blame... Tom Holland for that. That's I don't, I don't blame Tom Holland. Yeah, it's not. Holland. I think he's a good Spider-Man. Just a writer. He does. I think he's a good Peter Parker Spider-Man combo. Like and most of this, I don't blame the actors. I mean, they have, don't have any say in it. They're performing what they're given. Right. Right. It's not. It's not Robert Downey Jr.'s fault that Tony Stark uh, has been given the credit for the whole universe. He's very right. charismatic. People love him. Why wouldn't you? He's a great Iron Man. People. What spend was the money choice to bring Iron Man as the start in the first place? Because. He is such a second bit character in the comics. Like nobody really like people liked him, but nobody was like, "Oh my gosh, Iron Man, he's number one." Like, I, why? I'm not for sure. My guess would be they wanted to slow build it and see how this went. And hey, you're not ruining any big characters if you throw him out there. And Hulk, you're not really ruining it because people are going to love Hulk no matter what. He's a big mm-hmm. green monster. Yeah. But you don't introduce Cap. Thor is very. It's very difficult to introduce. They haven't even got that story right. Iron Man 1 came out. Probably not. As I was say, the Hulks are, eh. It came I out mean, around. each of them. They're, they've got their good parts, and then there's a Ang lot Lee's of crap. Hulk is the best. Ang Lee's. Love it. It came out around the same time as, was it the first, the Eric Bana Hulk, or was it the Edward Norton Hulk? That came out in 2003, but that's un, that's not connected. Right, right, right. Eric but Iron Man came out around Iron Man came time. out in yeah. May, and then I think in August, Hulk came out. Incredible Hulk, or whatever they call it. I'm trying to make a connection here. What year was the first uh, Nolan Batman film? Oh, five. And the first Iron Man film? Oh, eight. I think that is why they picked Iron Man. I think they were going to see if they were going to go a Nolan route of trying to make it more realistic. And so they picked somebody that they could have taken any direction. Yeah, I could see that because Downey could be serious and down to earth or you could have him more comedic the way, he, the way they went, which I think is smart, do the opposite of what DC was doing with Nolan's Batman. And then what happened a few years later? DC did the exact opposite. We want to do the exact same thing Marvel's doing, and they shouldn't have. They should have done the opposite. We don't need... You're not flooding the market with the same thing. Yeah. Although that's, Stay in your lane. You can blame the fans for part of that because they all wanted Marvel. They were so in love with Marvel during that time. I think the Marvel love has definitely died down a bit. You can feel it, I think, that the love for the MCU is not what it was because that storyline is wrapped up. But I will also say with Thor, Love and Thunder, you're going to have oh, that's gonna a, be so a, awesome. a female Thor. I don't Natalie hate this. Fucking Portman. It's a great storyline in the comics. Natalie Portman is a great actress. Despite most people hating their love story in the first few films, I didn't. I've, especially the first film, yeah. which is highly criminally underrated. She's the hottest woman in the MCU. I don't disagree with that statement. Hands down. Well, oh my, hold on, hold on. We have Black <laughs> Widow. No, Scarlett. Well, yeah, I'd still no go longer. Natalie. Or I don't think Scarlett. she. Wait, we have Wanda too. I don't. Hey, think she, I don't think Black Scarlett Johansson does not hold a candle to Natalie Portman. Especially now she's fired. <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do with I, that? I don't know. It's going to be like a multiverse thing. I think they're going to yeah. forget. Hey, she died in Endgame, yeah. and then she had her solo movie to tell her backstory. I haven't seen that film. I hear that it's open to make a sequel. Um, 
I don't think it's happening. I think it's just they're done with her. Which is but fine. But they bring in? Story. They probably won't bring Scarlet back. They'll just carry on with her sister. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. might do that, but they won't recast and they won't bring her back for a film. They might just use her sister. I mean, I think they ruined that whole uh, part of the story when they uh, regendered Taskmaster and made it a forgettable, terrible character. Yes. I have not seen the film, but I have read and watched plenty of videos about it, and that does seem that they totally ruined it. And it's not a big character. I get that. It's not a major villain. This is not the Joker. This is not... I mean, he has his own ongoing series, like, right now. Uh, I read the first two issues. But most people would not know who Taskmaster is. If you actually... Like, I had to do a little... Like, I knew of the character, but I went back and I found, like, his backstory. And it's just... It's actually a really interesting story. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, he... They're pretty much trying to make him another Captain America, and because he takes this stuff, it just makes him crazy. Now, right. see how good of a storyline would that have been in a film? Yeah, that's not amazing. what they did. Like, it would have and, been awesome. and uh, his humor and stuff—it's almost similar to he's like the DC's uh, Deadpool, and he could he could fulfill that role pretty well because he he gets used as like an anti-hero in his uh, in his own series, right. and it's the because now you can't go along with the story about how he. He's married with a child, and that because of this stuff that he it enhances his abilities to learn all these different fighting styles. But every time he learns something new for fighting, it pushes out a memory. So he just slowly forgets everything, every person, every, even everything his family. Yeah, everything that's non-combative. And see now, how great would that be? That's a character that you could potentially fall in love with. Like, oh man, I feel so bad for this person. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they did. Kind of like ghosts. I didn't know. I still don't know much about ghosts, like from Ant Man and the Wasp. But it's like once I found out what, what happened was that? to her, I remember that film. What happened? <laughs> See, that's how forgettable Ant Man and the Wasp was. Really? So do you you remember Ant Man and the, the Wasp? But what about the last three Star Wars movies? <laughs> I really like Revenge of the Sith. No, we're not talking Revenge of the, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, you chronologically? So you mean Return of the Jedi? No, yeah. I'm talking about uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Is that uh, a game Force series? Awakens. I don't play a lot of video games, uh, Star Wars. So. What do you guys rank your top <laughs> three Star Wars movies? Oh, Empire's number one. Yeah. That should be. I'll slap anyone who's... Now, Revenge of the Sith going... is number one for me. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, the here's Sith. where the age is coming. <laughs> yeah. Coming a- Empire's number two for me. Empire, Revenge of the Sith Rogue number one. one. Empire, Rogue One. Really? Yeah. That is very I really enjoy Rogue, Rogue One is a good film. I has a great one. thing at the end. I, very boring. I just, I really enjoyed it. It took a lot uh, to get there. The biggest thing with it Rogue really One is that it still felt like you were in... It had a Star Wars feel. Yeah, like you were... I agree. What was it, the 80s that that came out? Well, the first one came out in 77. The 70s. Yeah, was, uh, the everyone 70s. listening yeah, is going to hate you. Like, oh, he doesn't even I, know when the original Star Wars came out. I, I don't care. I'll tell you my, right now, like, I like Star Wars, but I'm not the biggest fan of Star Wars. Say, so we're the same age, and I'm scooting away from the table. Now. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's still myself. a lot of Star Wars information that I don't know. That's why I, I kind of lean on you guys for Star Wars. But it's like, it felt like it was back it in the It felt 70s like Star Wars. That's what I really it liked It really about lagged it. in the middle of that film. Yeah, it felt like way. Star Wars. Uh, it was a great movie. I really liked it. Uh, but I feel like they cheated because they didn't have to create anything new. Like it, the Not story really. was there. They just they had to, need they, to. They just had to film it. They didn't need to. And then it's like they did the uh, spoiler alert. They did the <laughs> ultimate thing where it's like, well, how are you going to tell? Where did all these character goes? Boom! They all died. And that's that probably is, for the best. Yeah. 
And it's just like, because you leave awesome. it all with a bunch yeah. of questions, which is the exact opposite of what they did with whatever this Rise of Skywalker you speak of. <laughs> you know you saw At the it. time, though, nobody even cared. Nobody cared about that. You know, how'd they get the plans? Nobody cared. It's, they got them. Cool. You didn't need that extra film. Uh, many Bothan spies died for those plans to yeah. bring us this information. That's, that's where, were the, where were the Bothans? We were, we, were, we were happy about it. <laughs> Maybe that. we saw them and we didn't even know. But here, you say that, you're correct. Nobody cared back then, but then you have 30 years of time that go by and people yeah. without Star Wars would so be like, oh, I'm It's the same reason why they made the prequels. Yeah, you create ideas in your head about, well, I, w- I wonder what happened here, happened there. Yep. Answer your question, Empire's number one. Number two is the original Star Wars. Number yeah. three... Is a, a tie between a new hope for people that don't understand the original Star Wars reference. Oh, I'm sure what? they would have to. <laughs> what did you just say? A new hope. Oh well, yeah, that's not what it was originally called. It was just called Star Wars. Yeah. But then when he find out he's going to have an entire anyway, Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi are tied for third for me because Return of the Jedi has major problems. People don't want to see it, but the whole Ewok thing on the village is not very entertaining. <laughs> the best part about that film is definitely the throne room scene between Vader. Luke and the Emperor. I mean, that's that's great. That's what elevates that film to even be number three. But overall, as a film, I would say I prefer Revenge of the Sith. The main thing I hate about that is Anakin's turn when he falls to his knees. Now, I'll do anything you say. I mean, it's a little forced. But the rest of that film is... It didn't even take much convincing. It, it was just, oh, okay, you sure, Kill whatever. some kids? Okay, no problem. So I wish that had been done a little better. Of course, had they started... If Attack of the Clones had been episode one, and then you had another film between Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones, it would have been better. We didn't need to start off with some nine-year-old kid. It's weird. Yeah. She's like 14, he's Fan nine. Yeah. It's pretty awful. Well, the storyline itself is not awful. The People are like, oh, trade agreements. You could have made that interesting. But George Lucas is not a very good director. He's a good storyteller. He's not a good writer. He should have brought in writers. should have brought in directors. And I think the prequel trilogy would be looked at very differently. Uh, I really like the, the prequel trilogy for how campy and cheesy it is. Uh, Attack of really, the Clones is a perfect example. Of it that. really brings the whole space opera thing out like in full force. Uh, it, it's supposed to be kind of campy and kind of cheesy. You know? And that's what he was he was aiming for the kids. But the mm-hmm. problem was, that's not who went to go see that film. Who went to go no. see it for the most part were yeah. people that were adults now that watched the original series. And what did they want? They wanted an adult Star Wars. Yeah. And that's not what he gave them. Uh, I don't like the Gungans at all. I don't like Jar Jar. Uh even uh, the worst part about the, the the sequel was the amount of comedic relief that I didn't like in the prequel trilogy. Which they get rid of in Revenge of the Sith for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the the sequel trilogy, like, oh my god, it was just everywhere. It was like I'll, watching a Marvel movie. I'll have uh, to watch those films sometime. I've never, I don't know where to find them though. <laughs> Force Awakens was awesome. I was super excited about where Pretty they were going to go. I was super excited about where they were going to go with The Force Awakens. I thought it was great. I thought Finn had a chance to become a Jedi because they dropped the midichlorians. Uh, anybody could be a Jedi. That's when they uh, leaked that little scene where that orphan that they rescued moved that broom. Yeah. Uh, and then they did the car chase, Last Jedi, awful thing. Which was the original storyline was anybody could be a Jedi. Anybody, Chris. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I'm, I'm just saying, saying this because you're, I see you rolling your eyes over I know. That. I he just hated know. those films. That's just Look, Force nothing. Awakens, I think, should not be lumped in with the other two. It's not that bad. The problem is it's not very original. It's very much a rehash of the other films, which at the time I really didn't have a problem with. I get why they did it. Every, a lot of people did not like the prequels when Force Awakens came out. So they're like, let's give them what they love. Let's bring them back into the universe. 
I think it's a good icebreaker, whatever you want to call it, to kind of get people back into the mood. Yeah. I like that. But my problem with it is not so much Force Awakens, but where, where you took that. Like, I don't think Ray should have been one to grab the lightsaber at the end of the big fight. Like, when it comes to her, Luke should have been behind her, and it should have went to him. And there's no way she stands a chance against um, Kylo Ren. Kylo fucking Ren. A, uh, I get this force is strong with her. Almost was, fully trained Jedi, trained yes. by Luke Skywalker himself. I don't have a problem with her having raw power where she could fight him with her mind, like when he's interrogating her. That's cool. But she has no idea how to handle a lightsaber. That shouldn't even been close. So I hate that. But you still could have fixed that in the next two films. But they doubled down, and they mm. made it even worse in the next two films. You made Luke a very... Very unlikable character, which, spoiler alert, I don't really like Luke Skywalker. I never really have. He was whiny. Well, yeah, as I say, the first one, he's just a whiny brat. But he just, he was never intimidating. I I just didn't like him. Luke in uh, Return was almost intimidating with the the black suit. Yeah. Like, it it was really Mandalorian season two. It was really cool. He was awesome there. Uh, In the sequel trilogy, he was a bitch. And Mark Mark Hamill was very unlikable. Yeah, and that's partly because of the way... They decided to go with him, but I don't... Why would you take... They turned him People into have yoga, built that up for 30, 40 years. Yeah. Luke Skywalker, what would he be like now? And that's what you do with him? He's drinking green milk out of some <laughs> alien's breast. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's embarrassing. To it's sell. embarrassing to the actor, to the character, to the world of Star Wars, to the fans. That's embarrassing. They did it to sell drinks at Disney World. Well, that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> as I say, even Hamill says he hates it. I mean, people are mad that Han Solo died. I get that. I don't think you could have gotten, um, I don't think you could have gotten uh, Harrison Ford to come back for another two films. So I get. No. He probably gave him some ultimatum. Hey, I'll do it, but I finally want to be killed off. So people can be mad about that if they want, but I don't agree with Kylo Plus, Ren being redeemed. As I say, it did thrust that story because now that was his full turn to the dark side, is killing off his father, and they could have left him as the villain. Love that, love that idea, Wade. I love that, but that's not what no. they did. No, what do they want to do? All they fans want Kylo Ren and yeah, Ray to get their cousins. No love story. Well, we're all about that here at Disney. Well, well yeah. guess what? We don't want that. She's a princess and, now. Yes, and we don't want our villain to be redeemed because you've already done that with Darth Vader. I don't want to see that again. I get why you did it in Force Awakens to make everything familiar, but now the next two films break away. And here's another idea for you guys. Why don't you have a plan before you make <laughs> these films? Mm-hmm. Now, the, the throne room scene in The Last Jedi was awesome. The fight scene with Kylo and Rey, I loved it. it w- that was a really good fight. Uh, it looked, uh, from a, like a cinematography standpoint, it was beautiful. Uh, and like the choreography was great. And I liked them killing all the Imperial Guards. I don't like that they killed Snoke, uh, but the, the fight itself was good. That was about the only good part of I it. I don't mind if you kill Snoke. But let me know who Snoke is, which I guess you tried to explain Disney in Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I guess Palpatine. Not really. They don't really ever. But they explain. kind of Im- <laughs> they imply that Palpatine is the one that has done all this. But why? Yeah. Palpatine is alive, so why would he use Snoke? A puppet. Wouldn't he even be able to rally more people to his cause if it? Oh, he didn't die. He can't be killed. Well, I'm I'm going to stick with this guy. Yeah. So none of that makes any logical sense. And how does the First Order even come to be? I, I mean, know. you pretty much destroy the Empire, and you get that many people to join? And Logic. on top of that, they turn an entire planet into the third Death Star. 
very, stupid. Very original. Slow clap on that one. Yeah. yeah. And you know else what I love is it when they just made it bigger. It worked the first two times. <laughs> they took the ship and they hyperspaced it into other ships. Yeah. That was so great. Who knows you could have been doing that for... The entire fucking time. And not only that, why did you have to have somebody stay on board to do it? You couldn't autopilot that stuff with all the technology you have? I would imagine that droids, no one is yeah. behind a droids. steering wheel guiding these giant <laughs> ships into Yeah, uh, I, I don't think it's how it works in a Star Wars. You have universe. to remember well, that these the ships will run out of gas. And look at the... Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, gas? They're being chased. <laughs> our fuel is low. What fuel? Yeah, and the uh, the bombers that they made They dropped bombs in space. How is the gravity working there? <laughs> I want to know. I'm not a scientist, and I can really look past things, but dropping bombs in space. You've got a bomber. And then you're running out of fuel in a spaceship? Hey, what, what about you don't win wars by fighting what you hate? That is the only way to win a war. Yeah. It is what war is. I hate Nazis, but I'm not going to fight them. <laughs> Just going to let them go about their business. I'm pretty sure they're going to see the error of their ways. Yeah. They'll wise up eventually. It would have been a really cool end for Finn if they would have allowed him to just suicide himself. That would have been a great... And it also solves their problem because you could tell they had no idea what to do with him. I'm fine with him not being a Jedi. He didn't have to be, but he could have been the new Han Solo, the cool guy right. that rides a spaceship around. He but no, they had to take Poe because he was space funnier horse. and quippier. Space Force. Yeah, they should just cut Poe's character yeah. out altogether. I don't like Poe's character. Everything with Poe goes to Finn. Finn. He was riding a space horse. Thank you very much. Ugh. Stop. You don't. The whole casino scene is pretty terrible. Ugh. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> they're, they're awful. We're going to talk about it. Talk about the Mandalorian. So, to bring, good. so to bring Chris back into happiness, we'll debate on this picture of who is the strongest that I... Oh, boy. What uh, have you pulled up? So we've got nine characters here. I believe one of them will automatically be out. Um. Number one is One Punch Man. Number I only two, know from Dylan, but I hear he's insanely powerful. Number insanely two powerful. is the Hulk. I'm going to skip number three because that's who I think is going to be out. Well, who is it? Oh, I'll come you, back I to just it. Say you got to announce it. Number four is Henry Cavill's Superman. Oh, we got multiple Superman. Okay. Um, no, I just wanted to point that out. That way, if it was like Christopher Reeves. Why do you say it like it's Henry Cavill's Superman? He is it, Superman it, right yeah. now. They have not made any announcements. Have you seen them in the Maybe same room? Maybe it's so he That's can it. cut out the uh, kryptonite island lifting Superman. Which is insanely crazy, good, powerful <laughs> scene, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. How no, is he doesn't. doing that? Uh, number five is uh, Godzilla. Number okay. six is Darkseid. Number seven is King Kong. Number eight is Thanos with the... Uh, looks like the reality and power stone. Okay. And uh, Kronos? Is that? Kronos? Yeah, Kronos. Kronos, like the Greek god? Yeah. Or a titan? Yeah. And then, so back to number three was Popeye. Oh, boy. Well, you <laughs> dropped King Kong out there. I love King Kong. Popeye. You think Popeye is stronger than but, King Kong? Uh, no, but you could just drop. King, why, King Kong is not dark side. Dark side Thanos is. And, he and why would you throw in Popeye in that yeah, I, I, anyway. Dark side is who I'm going with so, in every fight. Really? One punch dark man side isn't you, going to take Dark out. side you see in comics and film, that's not the real dark side. That's just a physical manifestation. manifestation of him. And he has many. He can make as many as he wants. He's not corporeal. He exists in his own dimension, yes. and he cannot go If, he, if he left his own dimension, it would destroy reality of all the universes, all the, the, the multiverse. It would destroy it all. It's a little ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but, uh, I mean, it's the choices you get. One Punch Man 
could probably beat Thanos. But with the power and the reality stone, he would probably win. I think the reality stone would be his downfall. Uh-huh. Could Superman beat One Punch Man? He no. doesn't think so. I think so. No. Uh, especially not Cavill's Superman. Uh, he, he Cavill's Superman is pretty strong. Yeah, he is. He's very strong. Uh, he wouldn't be One Punch Man. It's impossible. So One Punch Man's punch is more powerful than a nuclear blast. Yes. I don't believe that. Uh, no, there's one scene. It's, 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 a, it's a super beautiful. I don't uh, believe you. It's a two-page spread <laughs> of, one of, like, of one of his regular punches. He doesn't ever go all out. Uh, he, he punches, but the, the two-page spread is a, a picture of the globe. And it's of the entire atmosphere being split apart. Like, it, it, it the, the art is amazing, but it, it, it's cool because it has, like, a cool V from his location, and it spreads out across the entire globe, and it just separates all the clouds, all the atmosphere, and it just disappears. Like, that is how much power One Punch Man Maybe has. Maybe I would be willing to say that he could beat Cavill Superman, but would you say he could beat any Superman? No, I wouldn't say he could beat Because there are Superman. some Superman comics where he has pulled planets out of the way. Definitely. And uh, punched holes. Not all them. Superman he could beat. Yeah. Uh, there's many he would lose to. Especially like uh, what cyborg Superman? You really think he would lose against cyborg Superman, but he couldn't. But he could beat Cavill's. He could beat Cavill's. Cyborg Superman can like move through reality, can he? Like he, he's oh, like I the. Know. I say that I don't know that much. He about like def- he, <laughs> he like defends like the source wall. I think does he? I'll have to look into that. Okay, maybe. So pure physicality. One Punch Man. One Punch Man. I, I have to. You guys well, have to watch One Punch Man if you like superheroes. Yeah, I have to start watching One Punch Man. I don't know enough about it. It's awesome. I but. honestly cracked up at the like the third episode, I think, where he's trying to kill the mosquito. Mm-hmm. I was laughing <laughs> hysteric. Oh, my gosh. What can so you watch fun. it on? Hulu. Hulu. Uh, Netflix has it. Uh, I know you liked it if it's just subbed and not. Uh-huh. I like it dubbed because I, I'm not the smartest guy, obviously, so I don't want to try and read and watch at the same time. So it's dubbed on Hulu. I prefer dub because I'm not a dub hater, but I, I prefer sub. They just sound like the everything's more intense when they're speaking in Japanese. When they do English, it just sounds so stilted and yeah. oh my gosh. But there's sometimes in yeah. subbed when you hear like the like Japanese are a little bit higher pitched, so like Goku. Yeah. Like it's uh that that's not very intimidating. There's a few <laughs> that you have to watch dub and that's Dragon Ball Z, uh Cowboy Bebop. Oh, Cowboy I'm just gonna. Have watch you seen the? Show. Have you seen the uh, pictures from the live action Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I've seen the poster and I've seen the picture of uh, Faye or Faye Valentine, uh, and a lot of people are mad. I can say I hear people are upset about. And this. she's shitting on the fans. Uh, I've and seen you were pretty hyped about this a few days ago. <laughs> I, I still am. I think the the Spike Spiegel casting is uh, pretty uh, awesome. But uh, I seen a thing the other day. Uh, people were talking shit about her uh, costume. Because it doesn't look as revealing or as sexy as it as it does in the anime or manga or the manga or anime, uh, but uh, she was saying, "Oh, I do my own stunts, and the reason I didn't wear the uh, accurate costume was because I do my own stunts and I didn't want stuff falling out." But somebody had posted a uh, a clip from like Japanese uh, pro wrestling of like the how skimpy their suits and stuff are, and, and nothing falling out. Nothing, it? nothing falls out. I mean, just hairspray it. Right, I mean that, well, that's, that's what they do. And uh, well, they got that it's it's sticky tape stuff. Tape, but yeah. yeah, poop tape. I don't care. This episode it, is brought to you by <laughs> poop tape. <laughs> I don't care. Is that the brand boob tape? I don't know. Uh, we'll find tape. out. I don't. They don't yeah, have to be skimpy. Just <laughs> for me, it's never been about a skimpy outfit on a woman. But if I've read something and it's something it's all historic about the to the character, outfit, Chris, that's the I only want thing accuracy. It's about. I want accuracy. Is what I want. 
If they ever do a Power Girl, I want the boob window. Now people, oh, that's sexist. It's not yeah. about just getting to see your boobs. It's that's what the character's the, design was with the high cut. So yeah, why change it? Yeah. It is boob tape. Boob tape. All right, it well, is a brand. It's official. That is the brand. <laughs> Bravo to you, boob uh, tape yeah. incorporated. So not sponsored yet. Boob tape, hit me up. <laughs> we ourselves do not have breasts, but we um, are more than happy. to But test we are it fans. Out. Yeah, we are fans <laughs> of you keeping things in places. So I'm going to have a good time watching Cowboy Bebop because I have no preconceived I, I ideas also, about it. Uh, uh, I'm not mad about it. I don't. I don't get mad about things like that. Really, uh, I don't really care really? what she's wearing as long as it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I, I it's not about the sexiness or the revealing costume. I just want things to be as accurate as you can make them. Now, if it's not possible to do something, then change it. Or guess what? I know comic fans, manga fans, you're going to find this hard to believe, but just because the, that's the way the artist originally drew it or the writer originally wrote it, sometimes you can improve things. It can be improved. It just can. Most of the time it's just yeah. like, destroyed. But I would yes. I, I would rather see Brie Larson as binary in a little skimpy uh, one-piece thing. But she's in the Captain Marvel suit, and I guess that's okay. It's, it's not terrible. So... Kind of going off what Chris said, why not just allow it? And if we're all fans of manga and comic books, and like, why not just accept that the movies and live action is a different universe? Well, like, I do. I but mean, no, I'm just saying, like, why can't we just get that as a collective idea throughout like fandom? Well, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a big problem with why people don't like Zack Snyder's films is they want it. This is what I read. Still so mad about Batman vs Superman. Awesome movie. So mad. Um, but they still get angry because what I read in the comics, that's not Batman. That's not Superman. Or that's not whoever the character yeah. may be. There has to be some leeway to, for a creative person to make their own spin on it. Because the Superman you want is not the same Superman since 19... Uh, no, he's changed a bunch. Yeah. He's not the same. So you can have different iterations. But at the same time, there has to be some... Keystones there that's like, okay, that is Superman. It's not somebody else. And you can say what you want about Cavill, always dour, but that's Superman. I mean, it's no mistake, and not just because of the suit. The way he behaves, that's Superman. Batman doesn't kill. I've hated that rule for as long as it's been in existence. Because guess what? Originally, Batman killed. And how can you expect somebody to fight crime all the time the way he does, and there's never been anybody that's killed? And the Joker yeah. thing? Oh, if he kills the Joker, there's just as many killers in the world. That's idiotic. Because he's killing one person to save many lives. It's the dumbest Kill thing one, I've ever save heard. save a thousand. I so like please. the theory of him not killing Joker because he would no longer be Batman. I think it's like a, a God and Satan type thing. Well, that's a much better theory than what people put out yeah. there. We're like, in order to be Batman, there has to be that direct counter evil, the direct opposite of him, where if he didn't exist, he would also not exist. Now, I don't agree with it, but that's a much better theory than... If there was no terrible evil such as the Joker, uh, people would turn on the Batman because he's not actually that good of a good guy. I don't know. He's pretty insane. People just want to kill him. I mean, Joker, just, just kill him. I think everybody would be okay with it. Yeah, but it wouldn't be interesting. Uh, Joker makes things interesting. Well, I mean, you can keep yeah. that going for a while. Just he can never get his hands on him to kill him. I like the theory also that uh, Joker is a metahuman. That uh, he just, his power is uh, almost like luck. 
that he just gets Didn't at him. Did you see that in Deadpool 2? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Luck isn't a superpower. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't I mean, hate that. How, how else would you that. explain how he gets out of Batman's Because physically, he's hijinks. not intimidating. No. But he is like a genius, though, right? I mean, I think it's... To get away with everything he's gotten away with, he can't be stupid. He's got to be near genius level yeah. intellect. I mean, he creates his things. own gadgets and stuff, and he convinces all these henchmen to like, join him. Uh, he has, yeah, I mean, every plane he has has so many levels and layers, like an onion, that he knows every single part of it. Like, if you choose this way, he knows choose to your go own adventure. Yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some people angry here. This is why Heath Leather's Joker, great performance, great film. I do have some issues with it. He keeps talking about how he's chaos and introduce anarchy, and yet he has all these intricate plans. Is that not contradictory? Have all these intricate plans that he ha- everything has to go, and he has backup plans, but it's just all about chaos. Well, clearly it's not because you're making plans. So I do have a problem with that. That's why I choose something. Either he's a genius that has plans, like you said, and he's got this all planned out. He's got plan A, B, C, or he's literally just going around doing stuff. And maybe he does have a meta power of luck, and that's why, even though it's just chaos, he somehow manages to make it through. But no one mixed the two. And the more you watch that film, at least me, if you don't watch it with rose-colored glasses, I, I think that's pretty apparent. Uh, what do you think of uh, like the the death metal? Uh, DC, where Batman is actually the uh, favored one of that dark god. I'm not gonna lie; I have not read it. <laughs> Talking about um, like the Batman who laughs. Uh, yeah, where the yeah. whole multiverse of Batman uh, and Batman is actually like and our Batman, so he, to speak. He's is. the chosen one of this like ancient god, uh, and that's why. He is like who he is. Uh, I have to give some background. Like, what do you mean about ancient god? Uh, it's a bat god. You kind of see it in uh, Infinite Crisis, kind of, uh, where he goes back in time and like makes himself. A oh, god. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in the Death Knight thing, it's a. Uh, I wouldn't really know how. It's like a almost like a cosmic entity uh, that's trying to get into our reality, and they choose Batman, uh, and he is like. The Chosen Knight of Fear or something like that. So every Batman in every multiverse, every version of him is from this god. Mm-hmm. But our Batman in our regular universe, he is he's the favorite. Favorite uh, son. I forget uh, what his name is, actually. I'd have to look it up. Because that whole death metal, the Batman who laughs. Uh, I've only read <laughs> Batman who laughs, so I don't know anything about this, the, the Bat God. It's an interesting concept that our Batman would be the chosen one. Because the Batman who laughs is a very interesting character that I'd love to see on screen and we'll probably never get it. That, that would be a really cool character to see on screen. Be a great character. Uh, the, sure. the Death Metal series is really cool, though. You guys should uh, definitely check it out. Well, I, yeah, and I've seen uh, trades and I was going to get them, but I thought eventually they're going to release an omnibus, so I'll just wait. But it is DC. Who knows what they're going to do? Which you should pick up at your local comic book store. Barbados. Yeah, which is yeah. local. Your Give, local uh, brick and mortar store. Yeah, we need to shop local for sure, because help those guys out. Yeah, help those guys out, and you could have some fun conversations there, like we're having. Um, that is the end of this episode. Um, I hope that you really enjoyed this one. We had a lot of fun recording it. Um, yeah, 
as you could tell, we have a uh, unpopular uh, opinions. Yeah, a lot of unpopular opinions. Well, I Chris know seems to all have the hate is going to be directed yeah. at me. <laughs> so bring it on. Um, I really appreciate you guys uh, listening, and I hope that you uh, return for all the other Mondays that we have new episodes coming out. So um, you can find us on all your streaming services: uh, Apple, Spotify, Anchor.fm. If you need uh, any more links, so. Um, I'll go ahead and say uh, goodbye.